Welcome to another episode of Appalachian Shine, the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. This is JC, your normal host. Hey, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. I think we are up to episode 42 or 43. I'll have to go back and check. We're up there. So thanks, everybody, for sticking with us through this process as we learn and grow and talk about the various topics uh, that are important throughout Appalachia, whether it be just cultural uh, arts, fun things to do in the region, economic development and growth, or tourism. There's so many things that are going on in Appalachia that are important uh, that need to be discussed, and we welcome anyone to uh, that's of influence and wants to come on and discuss uh, issues that are important here to people here in Appalachia. Uh, we, we love having guests on. As a matter of fact, we have an upcoming guest, um, another uh, writer coming up soon, uh, Tammy Robinson-Smith. She actually works with uh, women writers and, and publishing uh, a company where she published uh, Appalachian women authors and uh, those types of stories. So uh, she has a very important work that she's done. So we've got her book for a future episode. Um, but actually, I wanted to kind of revisit a previous episode that we had done a while back um, because I'm a little bit excited about it. Uh, anybody that knows me knows I'm a big fan of baseball, and I always loved that tradition of Appalachian League baseball, and I was crushed to find out that uh, Major League Baseball was pairing back about 40 teams, and caught in that mix was the Appalachian League, and uh, they were to have their farewell season last summer. However, the pandemic happened, everything shut down, so we didn't even get to have a farewell tour with our our Appalachian League teams, and that's so sad because uh, you know a lot of uh, communities relied um, on those teams, not just for entertainment but for revenue and and uh, you know as a source to bring in people uh, into the area. And it, it was you know it was always a big draw. Uh, love baseball, and I really have felt bad for the you know the kids that that are playing these leagues um, that have their whole futures ahead of them. They're excited. They want to work their way up through the system and make it to the bigs. So I'm always a romantic when it comes to baseball. I'm one of those those uh, traditionalists and purists when it comes to the game. So I was really heartbroken when I found out what happened. And we had a podcast on it a while back. But the good news, there was a silver lining that there was going to be a league that would come up and take its place. Uh, MLB, uh, Major League Baseball, was going to work with USA Baseball and um, form a league, uh, a summer league, an eight-week league, of college students who could, once their season's over at college, they could come and play the eight weeks and actually get paid for their efforts, which is a big deal uh, if you're a college athlete and you're, and you're um, going to be putting in your name into the draft and you know, looking forward to a life of baseball. So it's pretty exciting. So what had happened was uh, they got together and decided, okay, let's, let's, have, let's go back to the original 10 towns in Appalachia that had baseball. And they're going to put the onus on those towns now to actually make it more personalized to your town. So, for example, you had like a Major League Baseball team like the Bristol, I think it was Pirates last time. Uh, so the Pirates, the Major League Baseball team that was part of their farm club. Well, that's no longer the case. So Bristol has a team now, and Bristol, it was up to Bristol to actually pick a name for their team. So I thought that was, that was kind of... Um, enticing to get locals involved in kind of branding their location with baseball. And uh, I thought that, that's that's really great. I love I love the idea. So actually we have our 10 teams now. 
And I kind of wanted to take, I just want to take a few minutes here to kind of go over uh, a little bit about uh, these teams. But first I want to um, say that a couple of um, heavy hitters in baseball, actually uh, the MLB had a, a special, and this was back on April 10th. Today's April 17th, so this is a week ago. And unfortunately, I didn't know they were going to show this, and I missed the special. But Major League Baseball Network had a special on there um, featuring the 2021 Appalachian League. And uh, ahead of the Appalachian League's inauguration, uh, this our inaugural season for this uh, as a collegiate summer league, Appalachian League and um, Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., one of my favorite players of all time, one of the uh, one of the classiest players, um, the Iron Man of baseball, as you know, he broke uh, the uh, consecutive game record. Uh, and uh, of Lou Gehrig's, which was just amazing. Um, so Cal Ripken Jr. was actually part of that special, and he talked about some of his amazing memories back in the day when he played during uh, with the Appalachian League in, in his early professional days, before he uh, got called up to the bigs. And, of course, the rest is history. We're talking about Hall of Famer, one of the classiest men in baseball. Um, there's, there's so much can be said about Cal Ripken Jr. He actually wrote a book. Uh, I think it was called seven and or, or no eight because that was his number eight. And it's like eight principles of success. Actually, I, I read that book. It's an incredible book. Um, I love it when when uh, long term, long time successful athletes can actually write um, books that not translate that translate from sports to life to business. Anything goes. So that was a really good book. Uh, another person that was on that Major League Baseball special was uh, Joe Girardi. Now, Joe Girardi, some of you may know him as uh, uh, the uh, manager of the uh, the New York Yankees um, a while back. He's actually the, the current manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. He's a four-time World Series champion, and he also was on there uh, to talk about how the league's inaugural season is going to help uh, in the development of you know, young athletes, which I thought was really Really good to have uh, his his input on there as well. Now there, that it's just great. I'm going to give you the names of the original uh, of these teams. Okay, these are these are the new teams of the uh, summer league Appalachian League eight week league baseball. Um, and this is from the original ten towns who had that had started Appalachian League over hundred years ago. So Bluefield got a team back, and they're now called the Bluefield Ridge Runners. Bristol has their team back, uh, but they're now the Bristol State Liners. That's a good name. I like that. Uh, Burlington has the Burlington Sock Puppets. <laughs> Some of these names actually kill me. They're kind of funny, but I love it because it's so, I don't know, it's so Appalachian. It's so great. I, I just love the, the small hometown feel of something like this. It's like um, something out of uh, Bull Durham. You know, uh, there's the Danville Otterbots. The Elizabethan River Riders, the Greenville Flyboys, Johnson City has its team back, the Johnson City Doughboys, the Kingsport Axemen, Princeton has their team back with the Princeton Whistlepigs. That's my favorite name. And then you have uh, Pulaski got their team back, and they're the Pulaski River Turtles. So that's a really, really cool uh, set of names that these, uh, these teams have. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, the season starts in June. Uh, we did put a link up 
online on our Facebook page. For those of you who want to click on it and go to the Appalachian League Baseball uh, website, you can actually go to the individual teams websites off of that. You can link off of that and find their schedules. So this is exciting. I'm going to try to catch a few games uh, this summer. I'm, I'm excited about this just to see where this goes. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, since at the very top of this show, this is going to be a, a shortened episode, um, one of the things we like to do is promote local arts and culture, and uh, we have there's no shortage of writers in this community. And there are some amazing writers, and oftentimes you hear me mention the Appalachian Authors Guild. Uh, so it's very important uh, you know, to support our local authors, our artists, because they actually help define who we are as a people and a culture. And I love kind of having that symmetry um, with them and so that we can showcase them and uh, hopefully build more of a local audience for them. Because I know uh, even during, especially during the times of the pandemic, some writers are actually experiencing more book sales than normal. And, you know, others, it's just anemic because they rely on um, festivals and shows to go out to take their work and sell. And, of course, those stopped. Now, I know this summer we're going to be having some other events coming up. I know uh, some authors that are going to be at the um, Highlands Festival in Abingdon, which is usually a big festival. Uh, so if you're planning on getting out to some of these this year, uh, make sure you stop by the tables of some of these local writers and just say hello. Um, if, if nothing else, just kind of see what work they have, if there's anything that might interest you. It's so great to support local arts and, and, uh, and authors. But I wanted to kind of get to a, one of the most amazing writers from our region ever. Uh, and this is something that in some circles you hear people talking about him a lot. And oftentimes, I guess we take it for granted or maybe don't even know that Napoleon Hill these types of, of books, these rah-rah motivational books that kind of speak to who you are to kind of motivate you to go and to live the best life you can. Well, Napoleon Hill is kind of like the father of all of this. And he's from Little Wise County in southwestern Virginia. And um, actually, I think he, there's a, I may have passed where his home originally is the workshop of your mind, capable of turning mind energy into accomplishment and wealth. And Napoleon Hill is known for one particular book, even though he wrote many, Think and Grow Rich. And that is his classic work that, uh, like I said, he's most famous for. Um, it came out in 1937. And one of the, I, I don't know if this is a quote from the book, but this is another one of his. Sincerity begins with the man who is sincere. Sincerity begins with you. The man who is sincere with others must first be sincere with himself. And you know, it's little nuggets of wisdom like that that I think are really fascinating uh, about Napoleon Hill. Um, 
And like I said, he was kind of the father of that entire movement. So if you haven't read any of his books, uh, it's a good time to go check some out. Um, go to your library uh, if they're open. Um, or maybe they have curbside, serve, curbside service. Uh, or you know, purchase them online. Um, you can find them on Amazon. But you can also go to a website called naphill.org. That's N-A-P-H-I-L-L dot O-R-G. And that's for the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And you can buy books right from there. Uh, he was born in Wise County in 1883. This tells you how far back this goes. He, uh, it was uh, actually he met Andrew Carnegie, and in 1908, Andrew Carnegie introduced him, uh, or in, and I guess induces him or entices him to organize the world's first philosophy of personal achievement, and that's what he set out to do. So he published uh, a magazine called Hill's Golden Rules. And then and that was in 1919. In 1921 to 23, he publishes Napoleon Hill's magazine. And 28, he publishes The Laws of Success. Uh, then in 1930, another called The Magic Ladder to Success. He actually became an advisor to President Franklin D. Roosevelt, who was trying to, at the time, put people back to work, change perceptions, um, change attitudes of people from being downtrodden to that, that drive to be successful. So actually he called on Napoleon Hill for help, offered to pay Napoleon Hill a sum of money. Napoleon Hill actually turned it down. Even though this guy went from poor to rich to poor to rich, like boom and bust over and over his whole life, which shouldn't be an example, but um, he, uh, he actually took the job and only insisted he be paid $1. And in 1937, he published uh, Think and Grow Rich, which he was well known for. And um, he actually, trying to think, uh, he passed away in November, I think, of 1970. But he is an amazing character right here from central Appalachia. And one of the reasons, you know, we set this foundation up is honestly well to be kind of frank with you we really didn't like this you know obviously the stereotypes that people get but a lot of times the attitude that you catch from people not a lot of people but it's 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 an attitude of like downtroddenness in Appalachia always waiting on the other shoe to drop and not looking for opportunity but looking at obstacles and I think that is that's true everywhere but um that was one of the things that we wanted to change the perception here in Appalachia. If we could be a part of it, not we, you know, we can't change it all, but if we could be a part of that process of transitioning the way we look, the way we think, to uh, look at things, the way we think about things, to opportunities, always seeing opportunities and not being afraid to go for those opportunities and make life better um, for you know ourselves, people around us, our communities. There's so much opportunity here in Appalachia. We just want to shine a light on. On all that, and that part goes back to um, you know somebody such as an amazing person such as Napoleon Hill. So if you haven't read any of his books uh, or haven't checked out the Napoleon Hill Foundation, um, by all means uh, go check them out. Naphill.org. Uh, I think I think you'll like what you read there. Um, it's a very good website. It's uh, it's all local, and um, I think they'll appreciate. Uh, Hearing from you as well, that they're actually right there at the uh, College and Wise. And at, when you go to the main page there, you can actually uh, sign up for 
like a daily reminder, like um, like a, a thought of the day, you know, in the morning, some positivity. And for those of you that know me, I mean, a lot of people may not know this about me, but some do that I'm not the kind of person that, not the kind of person that needs a lot of motivation. I'm pretty self-motivated, but it never hurts to get up in the morning and listen to a motivational video or read something motivational, whether it's from Napoleon Hill or, or anywhere else that you have preference for. Um, it's good to have to get into, but definitely check out Napoleon Hill and some of his classic works and, um, check out the, our uh, link on the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash support Appalachia and click on the link for the MLB baseball, the Appalachia league, really exciting. I'm excited to have baseball back. Um, sorry, we're kind of one, I'm one, uh, single mind today with baseball, but, uh, but it's a great thing for these towns. These communities have got their teams back. So make sure we go out and support them and support our local writers and, and artists as well. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in again to this episode of Appalachian Shine. I want to also say a quick thank you, uh, to the uh, Tulsa Community Fund where we had gotten a grant late last year that helps us keep this podcast going. We're going to be making some upgrades to the podcast in the, in the, in the near future with maybe some better, a little bit better recording equipment and, um, and, uh, uh, some you know a better audio that we can work with so uh, certainly appreciate them for uh, the grant um, and we uh, we look forward to continuing this podcast for uh, as long as we can we, we uh, this is a fun thing to do and it's fun to reach out and talk to people across the communities of just a, of, you know any walk of life so thanks again everybody and uh, you keep on keeping on and we will see you on down the road.